Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The following podcast is going to contain spoilers along with me, just a regular guy, talking about all the things I love, such as comics, movies, television, music, and books. So yeah, proceed at your own risk. Good day to you all, or good evening, or good morning. I don't know, man. I don't know what time you're listening to this. I can't I can't adequately create a personal experience for each and every one of you. I want to, but it would mean starting every episode with good morning, good afternoon, good night. And that, I don't know, that's a mouthful, you know? I don't know if I'm prepared to do that. Every single day. So if this is your first episode, hey, this is just another fanboy. That's the name of this podcast. My name is Steven, and this is my podcast. This isn't my other podcast. You got to be a patron to listen to my other podcast. And you know what that podcast is called? It's called My Other Podcast because I'm super clever. And that's one you got to pay for. That's one you got to, you got to, Shell out the grub to get the hub. I'm really bad about just throwing words together that rhyme that don't mean anything just because I feel like if the gloves don't fit, you must quit. You know what I'm saying? You want to, if you want the hub, you got to shell out the grub. If you want the knees, you got to show me the cheese. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what that means at all. So I have nothing at all planned for this episode. I have a couple things written in my book that I need to talk about a couple of uh you know I carry this little I carry this little black book in my back pocket um it's not always black meaning that when I'm done with this one the next one I have that's on my shelf ready to go is it's a it's a navy blue and I've had green ones and yellow ones and red ones but they're just 
They're uh, little books that I carry around in my back pocket, and I have a pen with me at all times because I've been known to write a book here or there. In fact, I've been known to write three books, Holiday's Gold, The Adventures of Norman, Oklahoma, Volume 1, and the upcoming Then a Penguin Walked In and Other Tall Tales. And I like to have this book with me in case an idea comes up. Or I, I have written, when I wrote Holiday's Gold, for example, I wrote most of that in my notebook. I would have an idea for a scene and I would just, I, I had a, I was working this second job where there was a lot of time at that job just spent standing, leaning against a machine while the machine was creating something. And so I spent a lot of that time, the way the, way the machine was made, that it was almost like leaning on a, on a tall table. And I could lean on it with my elbows and I could write. And I wrote most of my roast of ho- roasty boasty. I'm uh, recording in the morning. I do a lot of my recordings in the morning. I seem to have more energy in the morning. So I tend to do it before work, sitting in my vehicle. And there, it's starting to rain. It's barely starting to rain. There's some sprinkles, tinkly, tinkly on the top of the truck, and I can see them hitting the, the windshield. So I'm really looking forward to that. I know that as soon as I'm done recording, the rain is going to come down like a monsoon. But I know that I was at one moment talking about writing, and now I'm talking about sitting in my truck. But it's, I kind of wanted to explain that whole roasty toasty thing, because even though I seem to be a bit more energetic in the mornings, or at least I'm still, the day hasn't beat me down yet. Nothing has happened in my day really to beat me down. I like to try, I used to like to try to come out during lunch and record episodes. But first off, it's the time of the year where it's really, it's, it's warm enough outside that I can't sit in my car in the afternoon without boiling. And it's cool enough in the mornings that it makes sense to do it in the mornings because I'm not in here boiling. But also, if I, some, there, I, I also always run the risk of just not feeling it by the time lunch hits. Something may have happened at work and I come out and I sit in the truck or the car or whatever I happen to be driving because I'm between vehicles at the moment. And I just don't have it in me to talk enthusiastically about the things I love. And if I tried to record what I'm feeling, feeling, feeling like that, then you're going to get a bunch of me just complaining. But the whole reason I went on this tangent was because I'm trying to explain unnecessarily at this point, the roasty toasty, if that's even what I said now. It's been so long, we, we've tangented for so long that I can't even remember if that's what I said. But the point I'm trying to make is that while I'm more energetic and more positive and happy and enthusiastic in the morning, I'm also not quite awake. So I, I say stuff like roasty toasty and I say stuff like hoofnerol when I'm trying to say spatial reasoning. You know what I'm saying? Probably not, because I'm not even God knows what I'm saying half the time, and that's a problem. Man, where was I? Oh, yeah, so I carry this little notebook around in my back pocket. I wrote most of Holiday's Gold in one of these notebooks, and while I haven't had much time recently to write, I do use the notebook to write down ideas for this podcast or write down ideas for Stephen or else. And uh, I have a couple things written down in the notebook that I'm not going to talk about. So yeah, we just spent all that time together 
just now, you and me, just so I could tell you that I really don't have anything to talk about on today's episode. I think what I'm trying to say here is that today's episode may be another potpourri episode because I have absolutely nothing at all to say. I'm really worried. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm really worried about the Stephen R. Else podcast because I haven't had a lot of time and I haven't been able to get into the studio. And I don't know what that means for the future of Stephen or else. If, you're, if, if you want to know what I mean, first off, if you're not aware, I do a second podcast called Stephen or else. It's the podcast that started it all. That's technically not true. I used a podcast 13 years ago, and it was a podcast called Just Another Fanboy. This is me bringing it back. But after two years, 13 years ago, I did this for two years, and then I stopped for a decade. And then I come back last August with the Stephen or else podcast. And that was going great, but then something happened and I didn't like the direction it was going. So I stopped and I retooled and I brought it back after two months as just straight up Stephen or else. And that's what you got going on over there now. I've done 10 episodes, but they're very, I, I write those episodes. They're, the, it, it takes a lot of time to put one of those episodes together. One of these episodes doesn't take long at all you can probably tell just by listening to this one because there is no planning or forethought to a lot of these episodes other than, hey, I read uh, a, a comic last night. I think I'll talk about it this morning and make an episode about it or a movie, uh, not make a movie about it, or I watched a movie last night, you know, stuff like that. I may go the extra mile, which is really about three feet, and write down in my little notebook, the credits from the comic book so I don't forget them when I talk about it. Or I might jot down a couple of pot points that I want to make sure I really talk about. But other than that, I mean, that takes five minutes. So really, when it comes to the time it takes to create this show, it's the hour and a half it takes to watch the movie, the five minutes it takes to jot a couple things down, and then the, the 20 minutes or so it takes to record it, and then the half hour it takes to edit it. That's it. Stephen or else on the other on the other hand uh, takes it can take a week just to write a couple of the sketches and then I've got to go hunt down news stories because if you haven't listened to it it's it's more of a show it's got uh, it's got sketches it, there there's a, a there is a section in there where I talk about comics there is a section in there where I talk about uh, news but it's more it's not like current events it's like news stories from around the world that I find interesting. But it's usually weird news. Like there was one episode where I did a, a talked about an article about a man who bit a snake. That that is a that fully describes what kind of news stories I do. Man bites snake. That was the headline. I do a section where I give you information. So I tie those two bits of bits together. The the news and then the information and I call it news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little effort. And so it takes time to gather that stuff together. And then I got to go in and record. And when I do the sketches, I do all the voices. So it takes a long time to record. And then it takes forever to edit. But when it's done, I am so, I have, I have always been super happy with every episode that I've put out over there, all 10 of them, but they do take a while. And I do need to be in the studio to record them because it's just, it's just a better environment when it comes to doing the sketches. I can do everything else right where I am right now doing this podcast. I can do the, the comic book segment, the news and information segment, the intro and the outro. I can do the, all those from the car, but I can't do the sketches 
unless I'm in the studio. And I haven't been able to get into the studio for the last two weeks because of just stuff in my life that's going on. And the problem there is that the stuff in my life that's going on, I, I have to book, I have to make appointments. I have to schedule this time to go in the studio. Now it's, it's a studio, it's a, it's a very professional recording studio, but it's in the library. It's in the basement of the library. It's totally free. You just need a library card. You can get into the, this studio four times a month, three hours at a time. And I have been booking it every Friday morning. Well, the last two Fridays, I was not able to go. You have 24 hours before your scheduled time to cancel it with no repercussions. But if you don't cancel it within those 24 hours or before that 24-hour mark, so if it's less than 24 hours, if you don't cancel it before then, you can't. If you have less than 24 hours before your scheduled time, it will not allow you to go online and cancel that booking. So then if you don't show up, you're considered a no-call, no-show. Well, this Friday is coming up, and what, th- what happened the last two Fridays is I thought I would be able to go in, but at the last minute, based on what's going on in my life, found out that I wasn't going to be able to. So I didn't have time to, to cancel beforehand. And when it happened the first Friday, I thought, all right, well, you know, that's going to happen every once in a while. I thought about, should I, should I go ahead and cancel next Friday? Nah, I'll, we'll be okay. I'll be, I'll be in a good, I'll be in a better place work-wise because it's all centered around work right now. But then that Friday comes up and I realize I'm not going to ma- be able to make it in that Friday as well. And I didn't have time to cancel it. So this Friday, we're coming up to this Friday and I feel like I need to cancel it ahead of time. There's, I probably have a better chance this Friday than the last two Fridays to actually get into the studio. I have two weeks before I need to record, or I have two weeks to, re- to write, record, and edit episode number 11 of Stephen or Else. Plenty of time, but I'm worried that I won't be able to get into this. Something's going to happen again, and I won't be able to get into the studio on Friday. So I, I went in. I figured, all right, here's what I'll do. I'll go in and I'll cancel Friday's appointment and then I'll reschedule for Sunday because I can probably get in on Sunday. I prefer not to go in on the weekends because if I like to just be home and be with my family. But I figured I would give that a go. And then what happened was I go onto the website and I can't figure out how to cancel these bookings. So I email the, the folks at the library and I get a response back that basically says, well, you got an email when you, when you booked the studio, you got a confirmation email. And I, and yes, I do. I keep all those, which is lucky for me. And he said, in that email is a link that you can use to, to cancel it. He goes, but you need to be careful. He reminded me that my last two scheduled appointments, I was a no call, no show. And he said, I can't remember exactly what he said in the email, but it was something to the effect of if that happens too often, then you are banned from the studio for two months. And I, I thought, well, all right, I get that. I understand, you know, why they shouldn't have to put up with that. I am booking studio time that other people could come in to do. And then they just don't get to be in there because I don't show up and they don't have any, they can't plan for somebody else to come in. So I decided, well, let's just be safe and go ahead and cancel Friday. So I found the email. I hit the link. I go, I click the cancel button and it says, you cannot cancel this appointment because it's already been canceled. And I kind of scratched my head and I thought, well, that can't be right. I didn't cancel it. And then I thought back to that guy's email. Well, what was it? Well, I thought what he was telling me was if I have another couple 
more no-call, no-shows in a row, then they're going to ban me for two months. But now I'm starting to think maybe I read that wrong. I went back and read it again, and I still feel like I'm not reading it wrong. But the fact that I couldn't cancel this appointment makes me feel like they've already banned me for two months. So I sent them another email last night. I won't hear back about it until later today, and I'll, and I'll find out for sure. But if, if I'm not able to get into that studio for two months, then there's just no episode of Stephen or else for the next few months. Now, I can look at that as a bad thing and be really angry and upset and sad and, and want to kick my uh, truck in the tires and, 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 and push tables over and, and slap books out of people's hands. I can be that person. But instead, if that's the case, then I'm going to try to look at that as, that as a positive and think of this as, okay, if that's the case, these first 10 episodes, that's season one. I'm on a break now, and I'm going to have time then to prepare for season two. I've been thinking about moving my show for the longest time from the podcast provider it's on now and moving it towards a new podcast provider. This would be the perfect time to do that, I suppose, because everything else that I have is under one umbrella, and then Stephen or else is under a different one, and I want to get them all under the same thing. (sighs) The rain is coming down now. It's not coming down too hard yet. But I, uh, the, based on the walk I have from this truck to the front door, I am going to be a little wet by the time I get inside. I've been watching a lot of Saturday Night Live recently. I don't know why. There are so many other things that I should be watching. I need to, I need to catch up on Preacher on Hulu. I need to uh, watch season three of Jessica Jones. I feel like there's something else out there that I should. Oh, the Dark Crystal. The new Dark Crystal show on freaking... Netflix, I haven't watched it yet. And I don't know why I get in these weird moods where nothing at all appeals to me. (laughs) You know, I sit down and I think, what am I going to watch tonight? And nothing appeals to me. And all I want to do is watch something that I don't have to think about. My brain, I just don't want to think. I don't want to have to try to get into what I'm watching. And I think that's why I've been watching Saturday Night Live. I've Gone to Hulu, I went back to 2009. One of the sketches that I really love from Saturday Night Live, it's a reoccurring sketch. It's uh, What's Up With That? Keenan Thompson does this whole, it's a, it's a talk show, and he spends the whole time singing the song What's Up With That? And all these characters come out and dance and stuff, and it's all about how he can't really, he, he, he always runs out of time. He can never talk to the guests because they're too busy putting on their production. I love those sketches. It's literally with the exception of the guests and the people that come out and dance, they're all different every time. Otherwise, it's the exact same sketch every time. But there's this one guy, Jason Sudeikis. He's a reoccurring character in this sketch. There are the, the, the people that are there all the time are Kenan Thompson, the host. You got the two girls that sing backups. You got the, the announcer that announces the show. And then you got a saxophone player played by Fred Armisen. He just stands in the back and plays saxophone. And then you got this guy that Jason Sudeikis plays and he wears a red track suit and he's got a gold chain around his neck and he's got a white man's afro and he dances and he comes out just in certain times. He's not there the whole time. And he just leaps out onto the stage from off stage and he dances. And I could just watch him forever dancing. He is so funny. He, he is what makes that sketch. Everything about uh, everything else about the sketch, there's some good point. There's some good stuff in there every once in a while. Keenan Thompson is funny. Some of the the guest 
singers, they come out, they can be kind of funny, but it's all about Jason Sudeikis. I probably wouldn't be as in love with that sketch as I am if it, if it wasn't, if it's not for Jason Sudeikis, the man in the red tracksuit. And so I looked up what episode that sketch first appeared in, and all I could find was that it was in 2009. So I went to Hulu, I went back to episodes and the first episode from 2009, and I started watching SNL. Now, the weird thing about Saturday Night Live on Hulu, if you watch, for example, the, the latest episode that goes up live, it drops to Hulu the next day. If you watch it, it's the entire show. You get the opening monologue, you get all the sketches, you get the, the musical guests doing their two performances. It's the entire thing. You go back a couple of years, however, and you're not getting the entire show. Every once in a while, most of these old shows, you're not getting the musical performances, which is usually fine because I'm a big lover of music, but very rarely in this day and age, even within the last 10 years, do they have a musical guest on Saturday Night Live that I give a crap about? Because I don't, I don't like, I'm not into this modern music. I don't like these, these newfangled people that come out and do their thing. I like these old groups. I like old school hip hop. I like some old metal bands. I don't like this new stuff. Every once in a while, somebody will be on there that's all right. So that part doesn't bother me. But what's weird is I'll be watching and they'll do the cold opening They'll do the intro theme. They'll tell you who the guest, you know, who the host is. And then it'll just completely skip over their monologue and go to the first sketch. It doesn't happen every time, but every once in a while, it'll do that. And then you'll be watching, for example, Weekend Update with Seth Meyers, because that's where I'm at at this point. And as he's going through his news stories, at one point, he'll finish a news story. And then there'll be kind of this fade flash that you can tell there was a whole other chunk in there that they just jumped over. And I just, I don't know what it is about these segments that we're not seeing on Hulu that has forced them to cut that stuff out of the show. So I don't know if there's something in that content that is considered copyrighted material that they don't have a release for to play, you know, on a streaming service. I don't know what it is. I'm assuming, I've, I've always assumed that's what the issue is with the, uh, with the musical guests, maybe they own their own content on SNL. I don't know. Because every once in a while, you will get the musical guests on there. But just anyway, I, that's, that's I've been watching a lot of that recently. I find it easy to fall asleep to. Uh, but it's something that I don't have to think about. And that's where my mind is right now. I need, when I come home and we eat dinner and kids are getting ready for bed and they finally go to bed and I'm just, I just need an hour to wind down. I can't wind down if I'm watching something that I'm really into because then I'll want to watch the next episode and then I'll want to watch the next episode. Next thing I know, it's two o'clock in the morning and I got to get up in three hours. So that means I got to try to watch a lot of this stuff on the weekends and that's not always easy. So, uh, hey, there you go. I just wasted 20 or so minutes of your time. I'm not going to apologize for that because that's what I do. Uh, I'd like to think that most of my episodes are really just kind of a waste of your time, but I sure have fun doing them. And I like just sitting here talking because face it, anybody who does a podcast, especially single host podcasts, there's a little bit of narcissism in there, right? Otherwise, why would we do this? Of course, for me, a lot of it is because there's a lot of stuff I like to talk about, but 
There's nobody in my life that's really into a lot of the stuff that I like to talk about. I'll talk about it with my kids or my wife or some people at work. And you can see, you can see in their eyes, they are acting like they're interested. They, they seem to be really into what you're talking about, but you can see it in their eyes, man. They're just humoring me. They don't care. They don't care, but that's all right. They don't need to care. And so that's why I do this because maybe somebody out there, somebody somewhere listening to my voice, maybe somebody will care. That's all I want. I just want somebody to care or not. I don't care. Whatever. It's just a podcast. Okay. I'm just making fun and playing games and, 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 uh, talking about dumb things in a truck in the rain. Think about that for a second. I'm sitting alone in a truck in the rain in a parking lot. People are walking by and I'm yelling into my phone. That's what it's come to, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it's come to. So until next time, I'm Steven. I'm just another fanboy. And I really need you all to be nice to each other. I know some of you are, but I also know that some of you aren't. I like to think that if you're listening to my show, you're a nice person. But I don't know that. You could be a colossal jerk for all I know. I could be a colossal jerk for all you know. You don't know me. You only know me from this show. And I'm putting on a game here, folks. I'm wearing a mask. Not literally. I'm not. I mean, that would be weird, wouldn't it? It's weird enough. I'm sitting in my truck in the rain yelling into my phone. But if I was wearing like a luchador mask at the same time, holy crap. I have to imagine that the freaking cops at some point would be knocking on my window. Excuse me, sir. Uh, can I ask you what you're doing uh, out there right now in your truck here today, sir, uh, with your the mask on? Hey, man, don't worry about it, okay? I'm just doing my thing. Yes, but you're, you see, you're wearing this mask, and we find that people are rather disturbed, sir. You're yelling into the phone. You're talking about Iron Man and elves, and people are concerned. People don't need to be concerned. I'm just doing my thing. See, that would be weird, wouldn't it? I think it already got weird. I think I got it. I think I made things weird with this episode. This is going to be the episode that's really going to test your loyalty as a listener. If you're still around, if you listen to the next episode, I'm going to... I don't know if you could hear that. That's me hitting my heart with my fist. That means that's... that's We're tight. Because you, you, you listened to this episode and then you came back for more. I mean, what kind of person does that? Anyway, I think I'm done. I think I'm done. I'm out. Just Another Fanboy is a presentation of the Stephen or Else podcast. Questions and comments can be directed to feedback at stephenorelse.com. You can support the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash stephenrorr and get instant access to the My Other Podcast podcast, a weekly show about whatever crawls its way into my tiny little mind just moments before I tap record. You can find me on the World Wide Web at stephenorelse.com or find me on Twitter and Instagram by searching for at stephenorelse. I also encourage you to subscribe to the show, leave us a five-star review, and share this episode with a friend. Just Another Fanboy is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. You can find that over at comicspodcasts.com. All links will be in the show notes.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.